Welcome to the Bros Who Think Podcast, starring your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, and his co-host, Horace Hall, a.k.a. Brooklyn, Adam Schubert. We got a lot to get in this week, fellas, so without further ado, take it away. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lyndon Burden, a.k.a. Youngboy DeWitts, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard, in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 106, and joining me as always is my co-host, Mr. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, baby. I can't complain, baby. I love hearing that number going up, man. We out here. Yeah, we're we coming up, bro. We're coming up as always. Also joining us is Mr. Adam Schubert. Shuby, how you doing today, brother? What's up? What's up? Ready to talk about these albums that I actually <laughs> listened to. I'm glad you listened to them this week. We got some takes. I'm excited. It's going to be a good show. A lot of a lot of music talk, little sports, and then like we got some things that kind of happened over the weekend that kind of put these topics on display. Me and Schubert went to a convention and at this convention, the anime convention, MechaCon, shout out. And at this convention, you know, me and Schubert saw some things that was like interesting to us and we felt it was necessary to talk about these things today i just want to say one thing before you get into it why my boy shuby came on the podcast like he was in a tostitos commercial what's up what's up like motherfucker in a generic ass salsa commercial right now like this motherfucker promoting chips and dip when you said tostitos i i for some reason i thought you meant tostinos the pizza rolls oh no no no. oh that's funny too that's funny too but (laughs) that shit is hilarious oh man so today all right i want to ask this are we going news first are we going the hot the hot topics first because the hot topics are fun topics that's like a discussion base. The new stuff we can either go first or last. Yeah, we can do that last. We can do the new stuff last. All right, we'll do the new stuff last. Let's start off. For the first one, I, I thought, shout out to my guy, uh, Ty did this beat. He he posed a question. He was like, my mom like cooked a plate of food and, and uh, she gave me that call. And it, it got me thinking, what's the top five calls that you could get? Like, what, what are your top five? Like, what's five calls that you know you can get on the phone <laughs> That would be like, damn, this is a fire call. And then we can do the reverse after, of course. But, like, what's the top five things that, like, if you get this phone call, you're going to be like, hell yeah, that was a good phone call. Uh, who's going what first? You, Y'all want me to go like first? Somebody, a homie that calls you up that you know is going to be it's, funny. Fun no, call. man. It's Anybody. any phone call you could get. What That's are the good. best phone calls you could get? Like, would it like five phone calls that you think, like, whether it's your mom? Well, I'm not gonna say examples. Brooklyn, let's just go so he can understand what we're doing. All right, boom. First call for sure, for sure. This happened to me like maybe a month and a half ago. My mom called me and was just telling me how proud she is of the man that I became or stuff like that. Boy, I was in here crying on the phone. But it was like one of the best conversations. It was one of the best conversations I've ever had with my mother. You know what I'm saying? It was just like reflected on what I've, you know, what I went from. Yeah, what you've been through. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, number two, you know me, bro. When she said to come over, you already know, baby. Hold up. I'm watching Jump in the Shower, and I'll be over there in about 30 minutes, baby. You know what it is. I feel you, That man. one right there, yeah, that got to be top two for me. Um, I love uh, talking to, like, old high school. I mean, nothing wrong with college, you know, uh, friends, too. But, I mean, I really love, you know, 
talk, hearing from uh, high school friends that I, you know, that I was real close with and where they at now and they lives and shit like that and just, you know, you know. Yeah, uh, just reminiscing yeah. with your homies. Yeah, Shooting the sure. shit with them. There we go. That's the word. Shooting it's... the shit with them and shit like that. I really fuck with that. Um, shit, I mean, I know this is cliche, but I, I, I love getting uh, New Year's calls when people call you for New oh Year's. Oh, my God. I love that your, shit. Your, yeah, no. your call list is interesting, man. This is yeah. very... Bro, I told y'all fuck with New Year's. You thought I was joking, bro. That's my holiday, boy. I'm telling you. Real? Okay, okay. And give me uh, one more. Just like... I understand shit you just Word. said. I don't you know. gotta check. You got you gotta check your connection. But uh, uh, Brooklyn, what's last your last one? one? I guess the last one for me. I mean, she can't talk right now. But anytime you know my baby mama Facetime me with my daughter, real, yeah, right, yeah, you no, know she can't talk yet. So technically, that's, that's like yeah, I feel that. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Some best calls. Look, this is how I had it. The call from your mom to come get a plate of food when your ass don't have no money is the best phone <laughs> call you could get. That's number five. That's number five. Like, off real. Number four, the, the come over and bang uh, uh, phone call. Like, that. it's low on the list because, like, I have a girlfriend right now, so it's a little different. But, you know, that's, like, that's number four on the list. So it's, like, for all bros out there, I understand that that's a big number because it's, like, yo. We got we to gotta get this right. I mean, and it's not like the getting some phone call is should be low on the list, but it's just, for me, there's there's three, three phone calls that top it right now. Like, I know with my lady friend, all I got to do is ask. So it's not even, no, it's not no big deal for me. You know what I mean? For a single nigga, that's number two, number one. So I feel you, B. But for me right now, that's number Trying four. hurt my feelings. No, no, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> at, at number three, all right, so number three is a pod relate, Noel. No, that's that's higher. I'm lying. That is higher than three. All right, number three has to be getting that call. Like I, I agree with you, Brooklyn. Like when my mom or my dad, me and me and me and them have a conversation of like, yo, I'm proud of what you're doing. Like we see you out here in these streets. Like you're doing good for yourself. I, I like getting those calls. It's like it's always like a pick me up. You know what I mean? Or I'll say like when fans hit us up, or like when somebody's like, yo, I checked out the pod. Like you guys are killing it. That's number three for sure. Fan interaction. Thanks. Love you guys. So shout out, shout out to the fans. Number two, anytime I'm getting called to come get some money, whether it's from a job, whether it's from something for the pod, whether it's my grandmother telling me, yo, baby, I got two, I got ten dollars for you, come pick it up. Whatever that call may be, if it's for <laughs> some money, I'm hype. Number two. And number one, any pod-related call, whether it's like we just got a big interview. Like some shit popping off, like some some big news, big news, big news talk, cloth talk. That's number one. Of this course, nigga pulled out the DJ Khaled quotes. Yo, nigga we, said I, cloth talk. No, I to, no, I don't want my nigga Khaled to think we don't love him no more, man. Shout out to shout out to Khaled, bro. <laughs> That's the family, bro. We the best, one hundred percent. But no, all right, Schubert, what are some of your top calls? Yeah, well, I was trying to say earlier is that I do not like New Year's calls because. I'm probably wasted, and I do not need people calling me when I'm wasted because I, God knows what I'd say. Just say I love you, man. That's all you got to do is say I love you and hang up. That's it, bro. Happy New Year's. I love you. Click. That's all I did. Click. That's what I do. So, all right, peace. I got to go. <laughs> Later. No, right. more, no, no more talk for you. Uh, but, of course, the parents' call is, of course, the, at the top because, I mean, who doesn't love to get validation for your life from the people who raised you? Uh, See, wait, you think that's number one? Y'all both had that as number one. I think that's bro, like in the I'm middle. I'm telling you, bro, for me, that I don't Family's know. Family's number I mean, look, one, right? Fam family got me number one for me, bro. I grew up in the hood, bro, in the Bronx. 
Man, niggas that went to high school ain't been to jail, going to jail, ain't coming out of jail. You feel me? So for me to 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 rise above that, look where my my black ass left Bronx, New York, and I went to Louisiana, and now I'm in Oklahoma, bro. I feel like, bro, like no, like you did your thing, like no, I'm like I'm not even like hating on neither one of y'all saying that's number one. I just I don't. yeah, I get. I don't know. I don't know. The network's just my baby, so like I feel that. Like yeah, so like that's why I put that number one. But I, I got the family thing at number three. Shoot me what you got next, number, bro. Number two for me would be anything career related, uh, getting a job, getting uh, yeah, see, I feel you. getting you know money, anything like that is definitely a number two for me. Uh, number three, I'd probably say the uh, the the good old come on over call. Yeah, right. yeah, All right. And then number four would probably be uh, from homies. You know, like I probably talk to my friend Joe almost like every day, and he just like randomly calls me and FaceTimes me just to say what's up. And he's like my best friend from Ohio school, so I get I, that's probably one of my highlights of the day. All right, I feel that homie call. I'd have that an honorable yeah. mention because I'm in a group chat with, with yeah, all my, shooting all the my shit. Homies. That's always my thing, yeah. shooting the shit, with yeah. my dogs. So, Word, what's your last one? Last one uh, would probably have to be uh, my grandmother, the one that my uh, last one became. Because okay. she was kind of like there for me from there, day one. And so, like, she, she, it was really, what was really nice about Hurricane Barry is that she was worried about me. So, I got to, so we talked uh, pretty frequently that weekend, which was really great. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. What are some honorable mention calls that are like, yo, I would love to get these calls, but they just didn't make the list. Y'all got any honorable mention? Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely do because of y'all. Because I realized, I guess I don't give a fuck about my job that much because I didn't say nothing about career-related stuff. Well, but we already know how you feel about last Oklahoma. Week, like, last like week when somebody called me and they said, uh, hey, don't come in today. Woo! I was like, this shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> don't come in. I said bet. <laughs> Big bet. Right. Bet I'm, I'm laying back down, Brody. You ain't got to tell me twice. I didn't go yeah. ask mistake. <laughs> I would put an honorable mention is me and my pops during sports season. Like, since we're going to, like, daily calls, this is not one that's universal, but, like, I, some people may be able to relate with this. Like, because I don't live with my parents anymore and, like, I don't see them that often, especially not, well, I see my mom quite often, but not my dad. And so during sports season, he'll call me, like, after big games or um, for football, we talk usually every Sunday and Monday about fantasy and shit because he plays fantasy football with us. But we talk about we have a sports conversation after big games. So I, I put that as an honorable mention because I do enjoy those conversations. Any other honorable mention? Yeah, I, that I, you guys I, have? Have go, I have to go with something. I have to go with something along those lines too because you, usually, again, with like my friend and then even my dad and the other people that I'm friends with that are Alabama fans, it's kind of like. The Alabama game pre-call, the Alabama game halftime call, and the Alabama game post-game call. Oh, uh, see, yeah, you, he, y'all, he, but look, I knew Bama fans went hard, but goddamn, bro, well, it's, it's like, like pre-game, we're like, like talking about it. it's like okay, so this is like what's gonna happen. This is blah blah blah. Halftime, we're like okay, well, this is what we've seen in the first half. All right, so what? These motherfuckers, analysts, Brooklyn. No, this dude, like he told me, because I was trying to plan some stuff for the network. Like you know, he was like, bro, look. College football season coming up. You better not plan nothing on Saturdays. You gotta watch the <laughs> He, he said, bro, like, I will cancel on you if you, pl- no, if you like plan anything ass, like, on Saturday. No, like dead ass. Like I know already come college football season, I can't expect nothing. 
Like, from Juju Schubert to Alabama to out, bro. Until that shit in. That's his, <laughs> that is his love, bro. That is his love and his passion. I respect but it. These are the they just some some of the top calls, you know. Shout out to uh, shout out to Ty made this beat for helping me de- develop this like concept because he kind of sparked the idea in my head. This one, this next one, Brooklyn. Look, I don't <laughs> want no one to take offense to this. <laughs> if you take offense to it, it just says something about you on either side, whether it's the man side or the woman side. If you take offense to this, it just says you're one of these people we're talking about. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if you are, cool. But me and Schubert are fed up and maybe, and look, okay. I'm not in this situation right now in my relationship at all because, like, I think we're both attractive. But if anything, I'm, like, I'm the least attractive. But, like, you know, whatever. Maybe this is that situation. I don't know. But I think me and my girl, we, we, we don't have this problem. But, see, at this convention we went to, MeccaCon, Oh, this was the most apparent thing. And it was just like, yo, why the fuck is this going on? And then Schubert made me think, it's just not here. This is in all aspects of life. Why do hot girls get with the ugliest of dudes? You want to know why? <laughs> because I'm trying to tell you, bro, all them good-looking motherfuckers be cheating, man. They be hey. motherfucking cheating, and the girls be fed up, so they're going after the ugly, funny motherfuckers. Shout out to the ugly, motherfuck- ugly motherfuckers out there that's out here pulling them fine things, okay? Yo! Because- it's not because they that they got the, the greatest game because they do they are working on the game, but it's because of so many of these good looking motherfuckers fucking it up for the rest Yo. of the good looking motherfuckers. So I'm glad I'm a part of the ugly and funny crew because we make shit shake. <laughs> Yo, yeah. it was I, I really so think... many girls, and I was like, "Yo, you were with like," and it's not even not nah, Brooklyn because like I would like no homo. I wouldn't say you were ugly, nigga. Like no, bro. But like these niggas, You're right? Some of them motherfuckers. Bro. Yeah, bro, like straight, like concrete face, like oh, <laughs> like what the fuck is going on right now? She was, you, you come in because you felt yeah. the same way. She was ridiculous. And I'm just looking over here and I'm like, what am I doing wrong, bro? Motherfuckers walk to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was wild. I really do think it had to deal with do with kind of like the surrounding because, like, if you think about it. You know, if there's, like, a really nerdy hot girl, she's probably not going to, like, tolerate some dude who's going to, like, think that her nerdy shit's weird. And most but, of them do, because most of them are douchebags. You know what I'm saying? Oh, see, yeah. I guess that's just because I'm a little... I got some nerdy like, in me. Like, Cause he, see, I'm like, damn, a nerdy hot girl, that'd be fire, but, like, I'm kind of a nerd, so... Like, right, but that's I, what... I, I, I meant, like, somebody who, like, for the for the most part, I got a couple of friends that if you, if you just isolate them, you'd be like, god damn, that's a good-looking motherfucker. But they don't got nothing, like, they don't... You can't hold a conversation with these niggas about nothing that's not 2K. Bro. See, that's another thing. Like that's they got, they got, they're one dimensional as fuck, bro. But this nigga said 2K. That's hilarious, bro. bro. They are so one dimensional. Like I, we, we would go out with friends and we'd be out drinking and you know we, uh, the thing in New York was to go to the diner after you know after you went out, right? So we sitting uh-huh. at the diner, we shooting shit, we going from topic to topic to topic. And one of my dudes in the corner, bro, he only jump in when we talking about girls, sex, or 2K. I swear to God. These dudes <laughs> is so one-dimensional. And, Lynn, we are going across the board. We talking about anything and everything. It's and only that. They only don't talk about sex. shit other than sex, girls, and 2K, bro. That's so, I know, Maybe I got, money. Maybe money. I, I got some friends, like, I know some that, friends like, yeah, me too. No, I understand as well. So, yeah, maybe that's just, like, the bland guys out there. And maybe it's another thing where they, when people say two hot people don't 
like I, I don't believe that the two hot people thing don't work because I think two hot people can work if they have it's it, to me it comes down to personality like you yeah. said nine times out of the ten usually what's the case is because if you're a late bloomer like myself and you like start off ugly you have to develop your speaking skills to get you better and then when your attractiveness catches up to your speaking skills it's like oh nigga you're in trouble but the people who started off as attractive their whole lives, nine times out of ten, did not have to have uh, great speaking skills. Yep, they are trash, bro. They cannot yeah. hold conversations, bro. And especially, like, in an environment like MechaCon, bro, come on. You know, ain't no one-dimensional dude chasing no girl to a Comic-Con festival, I mean, uh, convention, when yep. she can barely hold the conversation with her at his crib. Yeah, that, that's another thing. And, like, most of these, the I, I feel like in those situations where the ugly dudes, like, I feel like those... Those hot people, whether it's an ugly girl and a, a hot dude or an ugly dude and a hot girl, I feel like in both those situations, I see majority of the time is the hot person has some sort of insecurity. Is that too far for me to say? Nah, that is spot the fuck on. Like, is that fucked up? Like, no, I don't think that's, that's fucked up. That is spot on, honestly. I mean, honestly, I don't think I know too many... People that look that good that ain't got some type of crazy ass, quirky ass insecurity that you would go, About bro, why, is that, why does that bother you? And it's just like, like it, it's, it's only certain <laughs> things that like, it, that, that fuck with them to where it's like they feel lesser about, about themselves. I, it, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be looks all the time, but in, in they go and they like settle. And I feel like me and Trooper's talking, guys, guys have a tendency due to the fact that they all, there's the stigma with men where it's like, if you're not banging, you're lonely. And I feel like guys have this stigma, and maybe girls do too. I just can't speak for that. If, if any ladies that want to chime in, hit us up on Twitter. Or, we'll, we'll, you know, if you got somebody that out there that you want to come on the pod, request them out and we'll, we'll get them on. We'll have this conversation. But nine times I've seen with guys, there's this loneliness complex to where it's like, oh, we got to get with somebody. So it's like, or not like lonely. I'm not going to say, say no to consistent, to like a consistent lay, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. like guys won't say no to physical as long as it's consistent. Oh, yeah. And then they, if it's and then they slide up, it. and then they slide into that complacency for phase where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna just take this because I can get laid. You know what I mean? And Facts. I feel like they have this 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 chance of settling. I don't see girls settling as much. Even well, they they, hold, they hold the cookie. They hold, hold the power. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they don't need man. to settle. True. But see, but they do settle sometimes when they give it those ugly dudes, and that's what we're talking about. But that's because yeah. sometimes. But that goes back to a lot of the things we pointed out: ugly dudes, hot dudes cheat, uh, hot hot dudes can't hold conversations. Some of them don't have good personality. So it's a it's a myriad of factors that play into this insecurities yeah, have, in, in oneself. I have a question about this. Does this mean that hot girl summer is fading out at the end? Oh, bro, hot girl summer. Pretty boys up ha- has been dead. For so long now. Like, the City Boys have won. Like, yeah, no, that shit is That shit is, like, crazy, that shit is dead, bro. Like, it's been, you know how dead it is? Meg Loki got a secret boyfriend, but she can't talk about Moneybag, yo, because a hot girl summer plan ends up falling apart at that point. She it, with Moneybag, yo? <laughs> bro, you didn't know she was with Moneybag, yo? Nah, hot girl summer is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> it's Man. over with. The she went from somebody up. from Memphis. That's it. We are it's done. It's over, bro. Put a, money bag, yo. put a bow on it. This shit mm-hmm. is done. 
Ben, get him out of here. And then Chance trying to throw down the city boys, give us some negative points. Now, nigga, you can talk about your wife. The city boys still out here. Like, well, I, I mean, look, I got a girlfriend, but I live vicariously like, through the city boys. Shout out to the city boys. They doing their thing. <laughs> the Chance thing was different, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like a different kind of, you know. Oh, we gonna get to, we gonna yeah. get to that. Don't yeah. worry. But no, I wasn't gonna say nothing about it. <laughs> that's all y'all got on Hot Girls with Ugly Dudes? That's that's a fun topic. We can get into some of this new stuff if that's all y'all got. That, that was just our two things we wanted to discuss this week. Nothing else? No, yeah. Nah. I'm good with that. City boys that. up. We won. That's it. Game over. Uh, ugly niggas out here in these streets. And yeah. that's about ugly. it. Yeah, I can't no, hate so. on them, man. I can't hate on them. Yeah, good for them. 100%. Shout out to the city boys out here holding it down. But next up, yo, Brooklyn, what's up with your mans, bro? What is oh, here up? we go again with the bullshit. What is up with your man's Funk Flex tra- and Tyler the Creator with the index looking for big butt sex? What's what? And look, we this is not no form. We're not shading anybody. Like I'm happy Tyler's able to be himself. I'm just making these jokes because that's Brooklyn man's Funk Flex out there in the NY. So I'm, I just got know what's up, bro. The, the funniest index. shit. The funniest shit I've ever ever seen in my life. The, the like it'd have been different if this was just a freestyle you couldn't see Funk's face, <laughs> but the fact that you can see his face expression from the beginning to the end is what really made this shit so goddamn funny. Yeah, and then, and then the Funk Flex was like, wait, wait, no, yeah, no. Hold up. wait, oh, you wildin', bro, hold up. He's like, how do you get there? Yeah, yeah, he was like, how did we get here? But, <laughs> Tyler said, I'm chasing Funk Flex. Me and Funk Flex got the index looking for some big butt sex. It's like, whoa. Yeah, bro. Some hot it was, butt sex. Yeah. It got it got <laughs> weird real fast. <laughs> Tyler said, send me the Sweden so I can fuck all the white men. <laughs> Yo, that nigga Tyler is a fool, bro. That shit had me laughing my ass off. Like, oh my God. And Funk Flex was like, what is going on and right you know, now? You know he's an old head, bro. I, I'm not sure if he's 50 yet, but if he's not, he's pretty damn close to it. So you already know how he was raised, bro. So he's you know, in there you know like, trying to keep it to, cool. Especially because he had to deal with Mr. C. Right. Already, yeah. So, so like, he's trying to keep it extra cool. Like he's really not trying to, but like, he's making face press, but he's not trying to say nothing. He's trying to mm-hmm. keep it PC as possible. And it was it was funny. I think it worked for a good interview. I, I'll give flexes. That was, but that was more so Tyler than Flex. Like Flex's facial expressions made it the icing, but Tyler being himself really made that a good moment for Flex's show. So that was that was just hilarious. Next up, we got real quick before we get to the music, bro. You saw enough? They teaming up to take out your girl. You saw they teaming up. My, uh, the squad, man. Hot girl summer with the Harajuka Barbies coming to take Cardi B out. And I know the female fans will be like, oh, why are you pitting them against each other? It's just for the jokes. Chill out. They didn't take a jab at girls who don't write. That shit was hilarious. You know this about Cardi. What you think about the Harajuka Barbies and Hot Girl Summer teaming up? Look, bro, it was it was bound to happen because at the end of the day, they all feel the same way, right? It's like, it's kind of like the shit with like uh, all of the players... On the on the teams on the on the NBA teams that you know got three rings and shit, but you know they barely you know participated in it. Yeah, it's same shit. Like when they go and talk the shit to other people, like everybody knows there's a team behind Cardi that's making her you know that's getting her these records, that's getting her they breaking these you know these records and shit, and they selling all these these albums and shit like that. But at the end of the day, 
these girls, these other girls is doing it by themselves and they're not putting up some kind of numbers. So yeah, it true. was only natural that they were going to take a side and it was not going to be hers. Yeah, and it's like, it's funny. And look, we're not pitting them against each other, but I just think it's funny that like people are like, oh, Nikki doesn't pick up people. Well, Nikki with Meg right now. And, I, and that's mm-hmm. a good look for That's a, that's really a real good, good look, for. look for her. And then she did the baby freestyle. Another yeah. good look. Like, that was hard. The Suge thing. I got to give Nikki her props. She took her time away. Maybe she got with the right relationship. Maybe this, this thug nigga holding her down. Like, really? He might be. Like, like she, she looking good in these streets these days, bro. She don't look like she's on drugs anymore. Like, it looks like she's coming for the spot again. So I, I'm hope, hopefully be her and Meg got a song together. I'm a hype for it. Why, why Cardi with Bernie Sanders? What, what will that accomplish? Uh, that's, that's, she's on her Kim K shit. Like, at this point, bro. she feels like her, her, her name bro. is big enough that she could do that. And I don't know what she's trying to accomplish with that. I seen, it, I seen a bunch of girls. You know I'm from the Bronx. So you know how they was going crazy on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I'm like, you don't even vote, sis. Yeah, bro. Like, my- are you even registered? Like, that's what I want. I wanted to like start yelling, but you know how Facebook politics get, so I didn't even do it. But bro, what I can think about was like, you bitches don't even vote, bro. Y'all hype and y'all don't even vote. Stop. I'm sorry, but look, bro, it comes to a point in time where we got to draw the line. Niggas were saying they don't want to hear Lil Wayne talk about politics. They want to hear some of these artists talk about politics. And I, I agree, bro. We not letting Cardi D talk about pop, bro. Get the fuck. Out. Hey, look. I'm, all so, I'm, I'm saying sorry. Is, like maybe I'm they sorry, can say a bro. little some some because clearly that karma shit catch up to you. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag free ASAP because that shit comes like yeah. back too fast, bro. Mm-hmm. Now you the man on the other side of the mirror. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just saying. I like, want to be what? a part of the activist shit, and now you on the other side needing some activists. You know what I'm saying? Well, like like well, ASAP. ASAP is a little different because he. He didn't have to say what he said. He could have just said it a different way. Right. Like, no, that's like, what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, uh, Cardi, Cardi ain't got no kind of edumacation. Cardi that's ain't what I'm got saying, that, bro. The, she ain't got the, the, the literacy skill. Fuck the literacy skill. The girl ain't got no political science skill. Bro, okay? she don't, bro, I don't she want can't, you nowhere near, Bernie. She can't, like, some of the words Bernie's saying, I know she doesn't understand what that means. And, I, and I like, know. I'm not trying to be mean. Like, it's no, like, no shade or nothing. I'm just saying... We, if we're going to keep it one way with these artists where it's like, we don't want Lil Wayne, we don't want these people to speak, we damn sure don't want Cardi B to speak. Like, like mm. let, let's keep it. Let me get one with a college state. degree. Like, yeah, I don't want bro, that one. Like, like where's, uh, where's Killer Mike when we need him? Like, right. if you want a female, For real. Where, For where's, real. Ra- where's Rhapsody? Go call Rhapsody. Go call Tierra Wack. Go call somebody who, like, I actually want to hear their opinions on some of this. I'm not listening to Cardi B talk to, like, get the fuck out of here. Bernie only did that because he's trying to get with the kids and get that steam that Donald Trump has on the other side. We see what you're doing out here, Bernie. Like, we understand. She really, like, this like, uh, yo, bro. Cardi went to, I, I, oh, look, I'm gonna just say this one last thing. If you go to school in the city, right, almost all the big-ass schools named after, like, former governors or former presidents and shit like that, right? I went to Harry Ann Truman, and she went to one of the schools that was my rival, which was uh, Herbert H. Lehman. All those schools with them big-ass names, those kids ranked in, like, the bottom percentile of the state for everything. It, bro. For I everything, bro. It. When I got out the hood, it was like, how the fuck you did that, bro? You went to Truman. You know what I'm saying? I, like, Swiss Beats is the only person from my school that's an actual alumni. That's it. I could believe it because, like, I started watching The Wire, and I know this is like Baltimore, and like I was rewatching. It's the, the Wire same shit. It's the same on, shit. Yeah, and I'm on season four with the school shit. 
bro, that shit breaks my heart, bro. Like some, like if that shit's still going on, how they, how they, the public school system, that shit breaks my fucking heart, bro. Like some of these kids don't have no shot. Yeah, bro, they never, they never gonna have, they were never gonna have, they never had a fair shot from the jump. And Cardi honestly didn't. So the fact that she with Bernie is like, boy, I know where your background is from. I know what school you went to. It was really, really bad. And it's good that you like progress yourself to get have those conversations. Like we're not hating it on that. I'm just saying we don't need like we need different people talking to the kids. Yeah. Like we, if we're trying to push a message, we need different people speaking. But all good. Do your thing, Cardi girl. Uh, next up, yo, this is to me when we talk about the music that that came out. This is the best song of the of the bunch, bro. Uh, Drizzy and Ross, undefeated. Oh, yeah, bro. Like, what now? What's up? Uh, they, they go, what's no, up? No, no, hold on, hold on. What's You're not about to come at me like that, right? Teflon Dawn is one of my favorite albums of all time. Anything that Rick Ross is on, I'm endorsing it, okay? So, uh, I know hmm. how the light skin crew get, all right? But me and Big Meech been going back for a long time, all right, bro? I will never, anything that they on together, it's like you said, undefeated, bro. They can't lose. They can't They've lose. They've been bro. doing it, bro. That song, I, I was like, when I heard it, when it came out, I was I was going to the gas station in Nola by myself. She was asleep, and I was I'm walking. Dead. It was I was playing it. I was just like, "Yo, we out here! I'm in the city. We grinded. I felt them, yo. Go, bro. Get these niggas <laughs> doing roses while they living. I fuck with it. I fuck with all you niggas. Y'all niggas talented. Gotta give my niggas they roses. You feel me? Shout out to Drizzy. Shout, Drizzy can't, bro. That KD bar, the Achilles shit, nigga. Yo, when he said, uh, rock. So do a shit for me. Is that's like mixing this? It's like blasting me, like mixing the six with the god. I was like, oh, oh yeah, nah, he was, he, but he you know when he bad, every bro. time he get on the track with Rick, they do that all the time, bro. It's like a little friendly competition they do, bro. And that's why Ross didn't let that nigga. That's why they let that nigga go that long. Like nah, Ross, bro, he wanted him to yeah. go that long, bro. I'm telling you, Ross wanted him to go that long. I'm telling you. Oh this. yeah, for the song, yeah, Ross don't care like how he looks. Yeah. Like Ross not like, oh, I'm trying to outbar Drake. No, Ross mm-hmm. trying to just get. The smash, and he got exactly. the smash. But th- in terms of lyricism, oh, Drake ate Ross. Drake, Drake, Drake like, just dominated yeah. Ross on that track. It felt like fact, 100%. Drake he went off. Ross- <laughs> Wait, what you say, like, Shoes? It felt like a Drake song with the Ross feature, just because Drake kind of got you up in his mindset at first, and then kind of when Rick Ross comes in, I was, it was like a whole different direction. So I was, like, oh. already thinking up what Drake was talking about, and then, like, I was like, oh, okay, well, now we got Rick Ross. This is like, Rick Ross's... This but, is Rick Ross's no guidance. Yeah. Like, Drake just made the... Drake had the track made. I don't feel like they was in the well, studio. I like Drake made no guidance. No, he did. You can go ask Chris Brown. Like, Drake had the song prepared. Like, Chris Brown did an interview. And uh, shout out to my guy, oh, Christopher. I don't mean like that. I'm saying, like, I, I, I thought... Okay, never mind. Yeah, I believe you. Well, no, I'm just saying, yeah. So it was like Drake had the song prepared, gave it to Chris. I feel like this was the same situation with this Ross thing. I don't feel like they was in the studio cooking up. I just feel like Drake had a little I don't something think, in his stash. I don't think Drake cooks up in the studio with people. I think he comes prepared. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like <laughs> it's got to be a certain situation where he, he, it's not 2012 when it was uh, him doing I'm on one. Like, yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. Bro, I don't like, think he does that anymore, bro. Like, that's I what I'm saying. Like, I'm, he comes with like the verse and the B. He's like, hey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he got all that shit already. Verse, so come in after it. Yeah, he got like you, three verses written do? on his way to the studio. He got three in his mind. Ready to go. go. Yeah, that he already had ready to go. He may tweak something in the studio if something happened. If he think about something while he in there, he's like, oh, wait, hold up. Let me change this line real quick, bro. But other than that, I think yep. 
he comes straight like that already. I don't think he's cooking up in the studio no more. But shout out to Ross and Drizzy. That song was hard. I even fucked with Ross. Ross came. Ross hooked me with the first bar talking about I ain't win a Grammy. It don't matter though. Like I'm, I'm with it. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm in it. Let's get it, Ricky. But nah, great song. I'm ready for the Ross album. The next song I didn't tell y'all to listen to. I forgot about it, and but I wrote it down when I heard it because I was like, damn, this is that fire. But they had that new tip bright, that new Bryson Tiller. Young oh, yeah, Tiller is back. I heard Flame. that. Shit was fire. Young Tiller is back. Too it was short. only two minutes. Huh? Too short. Well, it was, look, it was just a taste to let you know. Oh, nigga out here giving out samples? This not me in the mall? Uh, no fucking sample. Wait, let me say this. But after Set It Off, we weren't sure on Tiller. Even though I went back and listened to that album, that album wasn't bad as, as, as people thought it was when you first heard it. Did, but, did you did you hear his uh the song he did with DJ Snake? No, I didn't. I'm not a big Ugh. DJ Snake DJ guy. DJ Snake. Oh, shit. Check it out. Go check it out for real. Because, I mean, it did... That got me more hyped for this for his next stuff than Blame did. Oh, Blame! See, Blame got me hyped because he was rapping. I got a little bit of rapping Tiller at the end, and he was like, uh, "That's it. I'm a uh, give Try me a little it. bit." Yeah, I was, I'm gonna check out the DJ Snake stuff. But I will say, Young Tiller's back in his bag. This didn't sound like Set It Off. This sounded like Bryson Tiller we loved. So hopefully we can get some more goodness. Want to shout out to Maja Jordan dropping the caught up song with Khaled. I'm glad to see Maja Jordan back. That song is hot. Now let's talk about the albums that came out. The best album that came out over the week. Uh, let's talk about it. And I want to shout out this young kid because everybody's always like, where are the lyricists in hip hop? Where's the lyricists in hip hop? Well, YBN Cordae is a young boy. And he made one of the best albums of the year so far, The Lost Boy. Shout out to YBN Cordae. Brooklyn, you checked out The Lost Boy. Yes, I did. I checked out both of the albums that we thinking. You know what I'm saying? I had a couple of, couple of long drives this, this, this past week. You feel me? No, 100. So, you know, I, I, I had enough time, and I really, I really did fuck with it, because, like, going into the album, I hadn't really heard a lot about him, but I knew that he had made the, what you call it, the, um, what's these motherfuckers' names? The name? XXL Freshman Yeah, XXL Freshman List. So that's when I really started to, because there was a couple of dudes that I didn't really, like, listen to, but I knew of them. He was one of them that I knew of, but I didn't listen to. So, like... Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That bad idea should go hard. That shit with, with Anderson Pac, you know what I'm saying? He got... He got the right features to match yeah, he what he was trying to do. You feel me? And I, meek, I feel like that's a big thing. That's a big thing for me. The Meek shit was hard. The Ty yeah. Dollar Sign was hard. When he started off the album, like, anytime you have a good rapper, the intro, like, sets it off. And Wintertime set it off. He has some influences of Kendrick and influences of Cole. Like, yeah, it's you nice can hear to it see. For sure. Being that we grew up, like, and those were our guys, it's nice to see the young kids, like, who took inspiration from our guys, and you can definitely see it in this album. But dope for the young boys, man. This is a win for the young boys out there in the streets. This is a big, this is a good album for you guys out there, and it's a good album for all ages. Shout out to YB and Corday Schubert. You checked it out? Yeah, man. I have to say that this is probably the most excited I've been for an album all year. That's what I'm saying. He did a good job. He did a like, real, not, real good I job. This guy, I go in and start off with winter time, and I'm and just like the beginning riffs, just like it wasn't the the lyrics are amazing, but what got me too was the beats and like the incorpororation of different music and and I the mean, thing I just dug it. I listened real. to one of his interviews. He makes some of his beats, and even the beats that he doesn't make when his his stuff, he goes in and is like, "Yo, add this, add this." He's very hands on. So the music sounding good is. Not not any mistake, you know what I mean? Like, he 
is very meticulous when it comes to his work, and you can and you can hear it in the music. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'll, I really liked uh, everything at the beginning. Like "Have Mercy" and "Bad Idea" were like really hot. I mean, the Anderson Park song was great. The yeah, it was high dollar sign. There was probably like only like one skip. Like I might have skipped like once or twice. But but like to have one skip on your debut, that's, that's not too bad. Di- yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. bad. <laughs> that's not <laughs> bad. worth listening to as well. It, the skits weren't bad at all. Like it was a great album that told a story from his perspective, and he did a good job telling his story. So shout out yeah. to uh, shout out to YB and Corday for having the best album that came out this past week. But to talk about someone who dropped an album, yo, can we, yo, yo, yo. Let me let me just be honest. I just want to say this. For Chance the Rapper, I've been seeing niggas retweet, oh, so you can't uh, f- to have an album and you don't denigrate women, you don't talk about money, you don't talk about guns, and it's a bad album? No, nigga. That's He's not never what talked about album. those things. Yeah. He's never talked about those things. So what? <laughs> they don't even count towards him. That's corny. I, I, I saw oh, niggas I'm so say that on Twitter. That. That yeah, I saw that. Bro. I was like, I was like, bro, no, nigga. This yeah, nigga they reaching. Odell 2016 reaching, bro. That's bro, ridiculous. Like, it, you you cannot talk about those things and still have a good album. Look at YBM Corday. This dude, Chance the Rapper, sounds like he should be on fucking Radio Disney with this with this piss posh shit, bro. bro I honestly. Yo. I don't even know if Disney Radio is the place for this. This is like, it was like he was in the studio with Lil Nas X, bro. This shit is alternative as fuck. Bro, this is, is Kid Cudi 2016 alternative, bro. No, don't, don't, even, don't even do Cudi like that. Because Cudi, at least Cudi Rock album, I can at least get down to one or two songs. This shit, I don't like, yo, I get you have a wife. I get you excited about your family. But like, bro, nah, dog. You, you don't, you're not going to PBS me. Or every song sounded like the Arthur beat. Get the fuck out of here with that yeah. bullshit. Hold up, wait, wait. There was a particular song for me that I just didn't understand what was going on, and it sounded like literally you could take the lyrics and put them in a ACDC song, and it would have sounded like it was their song and not Chance. Right? Like this shit for me was just like, bro, what are you trying to accomplish with this? Like that's all I was thinking to myself. Was like, what is he trying to accomplish? What is the message he's trying to get out here? And I want to say that is. Fuck, uh, hold up, give me one second. Used to have the girl. Let's, let's go on the run. run. Let's shit, go on the run. Nigga. The let's go on the run shit sound like something that could have been an ACD song in the 80s and it would have been a fucking smash hit. But not, that, not 2019, Chance. Look, not on a rap bro. album, young man. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really thinking that Chance may have been, I'm not going to say like a fad, but maybe like a phase where like I just was listening to that album and I just didn't like his voice. I was just like, Man, like, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I feel like he's whispering story time to me sometimes. I'm telling you, bro, it's because he took PBS Arthur Beats and was just doing the, ah, ah, yeah, I'm Chance. Like, just doing all that. Just his, yeah, bro. His, his fucking shit. And it just wasn't, in, like, acid I don't rap promote was drug a, use, but bro, acid this rap sober nigga is trash, bro. Yeah, exactly. This sober nigga is Get him trash, out of bro. here, bro. Like, it's like, like it's worse than Wayne. Like, it's worse than when niggas said, oh, Wayne needs to get back on the lean. Like, it's worse bro, than this that. Is, this is the <laughs> like, worst. This is the worst I've ever wanted somebody to get back on drugs. That was yeah, no. Bro. Like, honestly, really, bro, like, 
Because I know, I know in the back of my head that Future and Lil Wayne's best days are behind them. You feel me? Oh yeah, for sure. They're yeah, they're older already. Their their best days are behind them. I'm glad they got sober. I'm glad that they started t- uh, taking care of their life because together. at this point, yeah. it's about your health. Because y'all made all the money, all the, all the big checks y'all was getting. Y'all already made those big checks. You feel me? So now get y'all health right. If y'all want to come back and do like a uh, you know, farewell tour, y'all want to go on tour with a bunch of you know the old shows in y'all prom. Yeah, cool, do that. But Chance, he is a young man <laughs> out here selling me bullshit every fucking chance he gets. Wait, look at the two niggas from Chicago, Chance and bro Vic Mensa out here in these streets with a Confederate bro, dress. Bro, Vic's out here tripping, boy. Yeah. I don't know what. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. I never been. I never been a fan of Vic. I never really fucked with Vic. But now. <laughs> You know, Somebody need to take him into a hospital. Big, big, big rocking the lipstick, the blonde wig, and the Confederate. Dr- I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what his message is. Yo, I'm trying big, to figure it out. I'm trying to watch the interviews, and I'm like, "You sound crazy. You just sound crazy, bro." He's trying to be like, he's trying to sound like he's so sophisticated that we can't understand the message he's trying to prove. And no, I'm like, they- I can't watch no more of this fucking interview. He's getting me mad, bro. But sometimes I'm not way about chance too. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so sophisticated that I'm not trying. I'm not conveying what he's trying to tell me, bro. I'm telling you, they're killing me with that shit, bro. I don't know what they're trying to prove. Like two of the best mixtapes from Chicago, acid rap and internet tape, and now these niggas are off the wagon. Like uh, in both different ways, but like everybody want to be sober now, bro. Like and want to be different. No, it's not even that. They just want to be so different. Like Chance can obviously just rap. And, and give us off of, like, like, I get being different and being creative, but, bro, it comes a time to where your creativity is just off the fucking wall, and somebody got to rein your ass in. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, we yeah, know he you. can rap because he was hot on Bad Idea and what right. might be in Corday's albums. Like, we know that was the best verse I heard from Chance the entire time I was listening to Chance this weekend. Hold on. I haven't liked the Chance song since Watch. I'm going to tell you the last Chance song I liked. It's on his SoundCloud. Let me pull this shit up. Because I, I really haven't liked the Chance the Rapper song since then. And my girlfriend, big Chance the Rapper fan, I was like, when you listen to this album, let me know what you think. And she was like, it's not what I want. I was like, yeah, it's fucking trash. Like, like call it what it is. This nigga hasn't made a good song since. Hold on. I'm about to tell y'all the last Chance the Hold on, give me one sec. I'm just waiting for this shit. And my other favorite Chance song is him on Baby Blue by Action Bronson. Yep, that was a yeah. good. That was a damn good verse. Chance haven't hasn't given us a good song since two years. Wait, hold on, it's longer than two years. Cause I'm not. I'm not even going to coloring book. Fuck niggas who was like coloring book. No, I haven't had a good verse from Chance since uh back up in this bitch, the social experiment five years ago. Oh that, yo, bro, that, the social experiment. That was my. That shit was hard, yo. That was my like, bro. That was, and that's when it started with the Arthur shit, but whatever. And it's like, not the Arthur shit, bro. It's that church shit, bro. He be killing me with the organs. He overdoes the organs, bro. There's too many organs in his shit. Like, stop it, Kirk Franklin. Nobody's asking yeah. for all that, bro. He be killing me with the organs and the and the choirs, the choir samples. Like, like bro, if you're gonna keep giving us choir samples, just and, become gospel and organs. Yeah, let bro, me you know. gotta do something else, bro. If, like, yeah, no, that's what yeah, you wanna let do. Me know. Let me know. Yeah, let me know. Let so me know. So I can stop listening. I'm because you, you keep telling me you're a rapper. You keep you keep telling me you're the next Kanye West. Nah, nigga. Uh-uh. Kanye West. I, look, I, I didn't listen to the last Kanye album. I know you niggas said it was hot garbage. But this is after Kanye gave me college dropout, late registration, graduation, 808s and heartbreak. My, like, this he was nigga killing us, bro. He was like, yeah. And, like, Chance is not 
not taking the fact he doesn't want to take in consideration that 10 days is an album acid raps an album none of his good I stuff mean, were albums even, and he, even if he wanted to take them in, into consideration he fell off after acid rap so it don't matter yeah no you're right and then like he want to call this his debut this is a horrible debut album he should have just that coloring book do the thing like yeah i think he no. knew it wasn't gonna do as well but this shit this and shit then the is album, bad. the uh the, the song entitled oh the album entitled song i mean right that's the right mm-hmm. That was, I don't know, what the fuck. That was the author beat. That was the author beat with the author flow and everything, bro. I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? Talking about was... today's going to be a great day. And I'm like, nah, this is some gay <laughs> ass shit. Yo, this, like, it was bad, bro. It was bad. Like, it was, somebody said, I saw somebody tweet, and I, I, I wish I remembered your Twitter name to give you credit, but they said that this is what happens when you, you know how mumble rap's all fast and you can't understand the words? This is when you take the you tempo slow it down? And, and you slow it down. And you actually hear what the nigga's saying. Dude, this, it, it's really fitting that he had Randy Newman on his album because he is like the rap Randy Newman. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I feel like that's a yeah, shot. That's the, you got, that's the you got a friend in me, guys. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, bro, like, I, I get I, you trying to make music. Could, could uh, do a remix to You Got a Friend in Me and be hot. Bro, I'm, no, I'm so sick of this. Like, I get you trying to make music that your daughter could be proud of, and this, like, but like, come on, fam. Like, what? at least let me you're trying let to make me music that your daughter proud of. Look, man, look, I know they look, play. They play uh, down for my niggas in the club, and I know, I know for a fact, <laughs> his daughter's gonna be in that bitch jumping. All right, <laughs> if anybody I know who who is a, a offspring of the dudes that made swag surfing, I'm telling you right now. They in the club going stupid. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm out here trying to build my legacy. I'm trying to leave food on the table for you. This motherfucking chance finna be broke by 45, man. This motherfucking tripping, dog. He better either go to politics or start up a church. You know, you know on, on 79th Grand Adventures Church or some shit. This you know, is bullshit. You know, drink son gonna be in the club jamming all that. Bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. You <laughs> be like, bro. my pops was the shit. Look, <laughs> look. Chance daughter gonna say he fell off because that shit is horrible, bro. Chris. Not Chris. Uh, where do you Drake play Chance's and Rick songs? Ross? Like, where do you play songs from this album? Do you play nowhere? At the, the reunion, at the family reunion. At the family reunion. Elevator, like in the elevator, spot on in the lobby or in the elevator. That was a hundred. No, you're right. No, we're not going no further than that, Lynn. You're right. The lobby and the elevator in the fucking business, bro. Because if you play that at the family reunion, you know the grandmothers and the mamas gonna say, Turn that bullshit off. They're gonna tell you to either play some real gospel or turn that shit off. I don't know where you listen to chance music at, not my car. Cause it just made me mad when I was I think there was one song that I bumped to and that was it. And I wanna say it was the eternal song. I think that was the one where he said something about like side niggas can't dance like this or side niggas can't Even that just shit was corny. Like, but it sounded like something that was left over from the coloring Bullshit. book. It sounded like something uh, that was left yeah. over from the coloring book because it had that same kind of vibe to it. And I was like, this was something that he made a while back because all this shit, like, first of all, let's get into these features, dog. The baby, the baby yeah. got one flow. And it's not the church flow. I'm telling you right now. The baby's doing his thing, but the man got he one ate, fucking flow. The baby he got one flow. Best, he had the best verse on Chance's album. Yeah, I mean, for real, bro. And then, like, the shit with, like, Meg the Stallion? I'm like, first of all, dog, Meg, Meg, Meg's still talking about hot girl shit. And I'm like, I don't know if this matches the, this fit. the theme of this uh, album. And he, did he, have, he had two Nicki features, too? With Darius? Scott, like, what is this? Made in Tayo. 
I'm like, what's going on with these random names? Yo, bro, as soon as Made in Tayo started rapping, I was like, yo, that's Made in Tayo? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I, I didn't even know where he was at. But thank you for that chance, because I didn't know where Made in Tayo was at. I get you that. I didn't know where he was at. Wait, that and nigga name not Made in Tokyo, nigga? It's Made in Tokyo. I thought it was Made in Tayo. My fault. My fault. <laughs> I don't know. I might be wrong. Bro, I thought it was made in Tokyo. Nah, bro, I'm pretty sure that's some shit like that. Probably be fucking uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, it's made in Tokyo, bro. You bugging, bro? That's made in Tokyo. Sound like something that's uh copyrighted way before that kid was born. That's what I'm looking for. Copyrighted, yeah. It's made in Tokyo, bro. But uh, and then he got the little Dirk shit was kind of cool. With I think that's one that that's one of the ones that Nikki's on. But it was still and it was crazy too because it sounded like Lil Dirk whispering. So I was like, I don't know what's going on with this shit. Like I think Lil Dirk was trying to match his flow and I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> this this shit was weird, bro. I don't know, bro. This shit was weird. Bro, I don't I, I just don't get it. So but he was hanging out with TJ Khaled too long. Let me say this. Chance the rapper, until you put out something that's of quality. You, I'm not checking for you shit. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Like, I'm done. like, it's like, you're off, like, like real shit. Acid rap, you were high. Then when you did the sales shit, I was like, all right, I'm gonna still check for this nigga. Coloring book, I was like, this not for me, but I'll still check for him because he can still rap. This shit, it's over for you, nigga. It's done. Like, I don't, I don't care what you put, like, until I hear some good shit, it's over. Like, that, this, I, I've not seen me become a not fan of an artist like this. And this it's been a minute. Like, it's been a minute since I was like, yo, I was a fan of this artist for a while, and then now he dropped his album, and, like, I just, I'm just not a fan of him anymore. He had a steady decline. He really has. Yeah, he really did. And I feel like, uh, for me, I think almost every artist that I stopped listening to was, like, something that I seen coming, or, like, oh, this person's going to be a fad. This person's going to be a phase. Like, when, uh, when Fetty Wap came out that summer and, like, took over the radio completely, I knew he was just going to have this one summer. Cold like, Fetty. I knew. Fetty. Yeah, I knew for 100% he was going to have one summer and he was going to be out of here. You feel me? His like, label when I heard Chance, When I heard Chance, I thought, yo, this kid could really be the leader the of the next. school. Like, yeah. he really had me going. So I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself that I put yeah. so much faith in this it's man who want to become Kirk Franklin the second and shit. But I told, I, I told niggas that the, the, the Kanye protege that was going to be successful was Travis Scott. It was not going to be Chance. It was not going to be Vic. It was Travis LaFlame. That nigga, I never oh, thought Vic had bro, it. Bro, I, I thought Vic might have had a shot for a little bit when he was doing the shit with, uh, the shit he was singing with the, uh, with the Kanye album that was, uh, Oh, yeah. I forget what album that was, but that shit was Wolves. Whatever she was singing on Wolves and when he was rapping back then, Vic was killing it. But Travis took it over. Like, Travis ain't stopped yet. And these niggas is just... Oh, I'm with you, Brooklyn. They just, they, they disappointed me. Like, they really did. Like, and, and look, even Kevin Gates is getting back into my, 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 like, Kevin Gates went to jail and he couldn't control that. And he's getting back to his star status where he was. Yeah, no, he, go, he, made, he back on his bullshit. I ain't gonna lie. He saying, went back like, on his bullshit. Like, that's a nigga who felt like, who fell off because he had to. And now he back on his shit. These niggas just fell Word, off. you like, motherfuckers was out here free to do what y'all want. And y'all want. Yeah. Giving me trash every chance. They just, dropped the, they just dropped the baton. So shame on you, Chance. This album is bad. I'm going to have to lie to y'all fans. This is, and he could have he could have done the thing where he, you know, said, you know, I went through all the shit with my, my, my old lady and, you know, all the rumors and shit like that. It could have been taken a different way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it yep. wasn't that he said it. It was the trash-ass delivery and the song that he gave it to us in. That's yep. what it was. Big facts. <laughs> big, big it, facts. Like, it wasn't that he said it. 
Because look, we've been having nothing but but rappers come out and tell us more about their lives. Because like we've been saying before, with the social media age, we know everything about you, motherfuckers. You feel me? So you might as well come out with it. So yep. when they come out and they tell us their side of the story, we've been we've been praising that for like the last year and a half. We've been praising that. Looking for the way that he did it. The way he said it was trash, bro. Yeah, it was hard. It was hot. It was hot dookie. So chance, you get two thumbs down from everybody on this panel. Hell Not, yeah. Like, sorry, bro. All right, next up, this was a hot topic because our former guest, Jason Whitlock, was in these tours. And it was hot. Uh, what y'all think about LeBron? So Jason mm-hmm. basically talked about he, how he didn't think LeBron was uh, doing the, he didn't question his parent skills. He just said he felt like he was taking the spotlight from from LeBron and making it on him. And he should have did what he told his mom to do when he when he told his mom to sit the f down or sit the hell down when she, when she was trying to talk to Paul Pierce. How y'all? Do, I don't even really want to spend too long on this LeBron shit because I know LeBron haters gonna be like, oh, well, of course Lynn don't like this. I feel two different ways about this. I, I really do. Boom! Right. That's what I'm gonna say right now. So he let Bronny get his Instagram right. So that means that all the haters that Bronny knew was out there, he's seeing them now in his comments, all that. You feel me? For me, LeBron going out there on the layup line, dunking and doing all that shit, I like it. Because it takes okay. shit away from LeBron. I mean, it takes shit away from, yeah, Bronny. But because, because of the fact that LeBron James was just so, he didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's never been in the bad spotlight of the media. It's always, if he was in a bad spotlight, it was because he left the team. Which really, at the end of the day, isn't really that big of a deal. When it comes yeah. to, you know, all the other shit that some of these athletes have gotten into in the past recent years. Shit, even go back 15 years. But the fact that he's doing that, for me, I, it doesn't bother me because I know how ruthless people are. And he's fucking, he's 14. Yeah. He needed no. that to take away some of that heat. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a big deal. I thought Jason Will, I was just trying to get somebody, trying to get retweets. Trying to get clips. Know. Yeah, no, yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel weird. See, I feel, I feel two different ways, because I agree with you in the sense of that, like, take the heat off of Bronny, like, he's his dad, like, let him experience his dad, like, he doesn't, like, his dad's always been the star, like, why not let him experience, have fun with his pops, like, I get all that. Then there's the side of me that had a parent that, like, would scream at games, my mama used to say airball when the nigga would airball, and that shit, I'm not gonna lie, it got to me sometimes, but it made me stronger, so it's a little give and take, and it's like, I don't, I don't know if Bronny... Like, Bronny already has to live up to the expectation of, is he LeBron? Is he going to be as good as LeBron? Is that going to happen? Why not take the pressure off him in the sense of fall back a little bit? Because now you out here dunking and it's like... Well, you see, that's different, though. I feel like if it was some shit where, like, even with the with the, the parent thing, because my stepmom used to go dumb hard in my brother's games. But, like, it'd be one thing if LeBron was out there yelling at a coach. If he yeah, had a right. coach, that's what I'm like. I feel like Jason Woodlock should have saved this a little bit longer to see if LeBron would have did more. Yeah, you, you because point. him just dunking at the game is not. This is not, not nothing. Yeah, this is not no, you're right. If he yelling at a coach, if he yelling at another parent, oh yeah, we roast them. Let's get them. Yeah, you feel me? no, you're but right. Like, and because my stepmom used to be at the games wilding, yelling yeah, at rat, too, yelling yeah. at parents. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, no, my, so my mom me, was a wilder. Like, when we used to tell my stepmom to shut up. We was in the right because yo, you wilding right now. Like, yeah, no, I'm gonna have to fight somebody in the parking lot. Like, relax. LeBron didn't do any of that. You're right. You nah, nah you're right. That's yeah, another, that's it's not point. enough. Yeah, I mean, it's not enough, bro. <laughs> you, you know, you always want your parents rooting you on. That's like what we were talking about with the calls earlier. Like we'd like to have it hearing our parents' validation. So it's like True. of course, you know, Bronny would love to have his dad there on the sideline cheering for him. And then of course for his teammates, who wouldn't love to have LeBron James cheering you on too? 
Right. Yeah. And I know they over there yelling at him. They keep throwing him the basketball. Like, yo, dunk it, dunk it. Like, I, I know the kids is the reason why he dunked it, bro. Yeah. I don't, I don't think know, he did it for the cameras. I think the kids was like, yo, LeBron, throw one down, throw one down. All right, y'all might have converted me on this 100% because I was 50-50. I didn't know how I felt. Like, y'all, got, y'all made great points. And it's, it's true. Great like, that I know how the game, you know? Yeah. yeah because you know, I know how the playoff AAU games runs, are. Yeah. I know how AAU games are. Niggas are saying, like, do it, Bron. Do- yeah, yeah, so like, nah, yelling, bro. Right. Yelling the whole time. Yeah. He just one time went back to the stands. Like, all right, y'all killing me. That's it. Y'all only get yeah. one. No, you're right. Y'all, y'all both made great points. All right, I concede that to y'all. Y- y'all, are, y'all are right. I'm, y'all convinced me. Yeah, uh, now if he n- start yelling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he starts going over the line, yeah, yeah you got to be a coach and a, and a kid, you know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, you're right. Just don't cross the line, right? I don't think he's crossed that line yet. Y'all, y'all, y'all make good points. All right, next up, uh, Mike Michael T. Schubert signed the extension. Just real quick, how do you feel about that in terms of the Saints? You know, is that is that a good signing? Is that we spent uh, too much money? Uh, well, I've I mean, seen both, I've seen both sides. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a lot of money, and like. I feel like it's really difficult because you're going to have to pay Kamara. You're going to have to pay Lattimore. Lattimore. You're going to have to pay Ramchick. Bro, that team not staying, that team, uh, that team not staying to, together, bro. We're going to have to pay Davenport. Yeah. No, the, the only thing that can save us is if we get a quarterback under – If we got to get a young quarterback. That's the only thing that's going to save sure. us. But, yeah. For a little know, bit. What, the positive of having Michael Thomas there for five years is that he's definitely – gonna be around for the next quarterback to help him out so yeah right. that's which is strong so especially for a new quarterback even if it's bridgewater um my thing is is just, i just really feel like nfl players don't understand the game that they're playing yeah no, I feel like they think there's more revenue receivers. than there is you know what i'm saying like it's, there's a cap there's a the cap is it's really not tough the nba like yeah, it's, it's not really hard game. Because, I mean, like, he got this $100 million contract the day after C.J. McCollum just got something valued $100 million. Yeah, three-year, $100 million contract. I feel like that was a talking point. And even C.J.'s contract, C.J. McCollum got paid too much. Yeah, I'm not even going to say that, bro. You're not going there with you, bro. We're not going there with you, bro. We're going to come to that in a second. But for that, that's different, though. That's different. Because we're talking about in the terms of, like, in the NBA, they give him that, and they can still build a team around him in the future. And that's not a problem. You hear Kamara 500, get, 500 Kamara million in, in the Saints? Everybody in this fucking building is sweating now because they're like, well, he got all this money. Ain't nothing yeah. left for me. Kamara going to get the pay cut. I know that's coming because they already, they're already doing it with Zeke and Melvin Gordon with the running back saying they're not worth the market. We're going to pay Lattimore. Kamara is the one that's not going to get paid what he's supposed to. That's well, and this, is, and this is my thing. It's like if these... It's, it shows how obviously selfish NFL players are, which I understand because they're, you know, they have their health concerns. It is a deadly sport, that. yeah. But, like, you know, if you were thinking about your team, you would understand that the game that you're playing, like, you'd be like, okay, well, you know, I want to get paid, but $100 million might be too much. Yeah, That's and especially like, for a team, has, a teammate that you know can get, like, uh, no. he can get endorsements. Like, when you when you see a player like that, like, bro, it's not like you were, you know, like, if you were one of the linemen, right, and you were, like, crucial to our team, regardless yeah. if he played D end or not. They don't get, they don't get, you know, those kind endorsements. of endorsements. Endorsements. Yep. The, the the fucking wide receivers and the running backs get those endorsements. So y'all can take a bigger pay cut because y'all can make yep. it up in in the, in the off season with commercials and all that other shit. Nobody's calling the defensive lineman to do or a fucking commercial. Yeah, I ain't no, seen Aaron Donald in a commercial yet. No, and he the best defense. He that's what I'm saying, bro. Year, yep. And I ain't no, seen him well, I will yet. say JJ Watt though. 
Yo, when that yeah, JJ Watts, it's a little, yeah, little different. Yeah, I'm not even gonna hit that up. <laughs> he like Captain America. That's all. Yeah, I'm saying. I was about to say. You know how he white like, people get with their superheroes. He the man. Like, he the man right now. He gonna get his commercial. Like he he he's the defensive lineman that's getting the commercials right now. Yeah, like when, if, if, if Donald when his time it'll over, be a while. Yeah, it's gonna be, he'll get one maybe this year if he have another good year. But in terms of Michael T, it's like I, I he his. Numbers back up the pay thing. He should be the highest paid wide receiver. But it's like what y'all said. You got to know your sport. And if it's about Super Bowls, this is why the Cowboys won't win. Because if that takes that money, wide receivers, bro. Like if that takes that money, they're not going to be able to pay the, the linebacker. They're not going to be able to pay the wide receiver. And they're not going to be able to pay Zeke. So he's going to lose something. I just hope the Saints know how we're going to do this going forward. Because maybe the way that they give him this money and the way they stretch it, it won't affect the cap because they can finagle some things to where it could be, you know, where they could stretch out this hundred million dollars off of a span of a bunch of years. And then that way they can pay other guys when their time comes. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, finagle the oh, cap range. All I got to say with, you know, the mindsets of the running backs and receivers is I've seen teams win Super Bowls without running backs. Yeah. I've seen Super Bowl. I've seen teams win Super Bowls without receivers. Patriots. I've never seen a, a, a team win a Super Bowl without an offense. Offensive line and yep. defensive line. Yep. Yep. And you gotta win that's, those are the guys that I thought about as soon as I seen his contract, bro. I don't know. I I didn't even think about Kamara. Like I, the first thing I thought of was I was like, Drew gonna be getting sacked like a motherfucker. That's all well, I kept this, thinking in my head. Not this well, year. But I'm, yeah, like, not well, this it year. may be the next. It may be the next quarterback. But it's gonna be something where y'all feel that shit in the long run. Like when the uh, the Giants had paid all those defensive players, but then a couple years down the line, they can't got no fucking offensive line. Yeah, and no, Eli was it, on his back every fucking down. You know and Ramchek, like, Ramchek gonna have to get paid if not next year, the year after that. It's coming. It is coming. That's like, what I'm saying, bro. Like this shit is, and like I said, bro, he could have made it up in so many other places. They give wide receivers cleats. They give these motherfuckers uh, glove endorsements. They give these motherfuckers everything, bro. Like he could have went and did a movie if he wanted to, bro. Yeah, he could. Uh, and look, like I said, Michael Thomas. I'm glad he got paid. I'm get your coins, young man. You know how. I love to see a black man get paid. Get his money, yeah. And we love to see you do and, and the thing is, he earned it. Like, he doesn't he did. The numbers, the numbers he, back it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, if he was playing on the Texans, though, I'd be like, yeah, boy, you feel me? Like, Hopkins and them dudes, Julio Jones, all them dudes getting paid money, but their team's not going nowhere. Yeah, it's, bro, if that's the trend you want to set, go ahead, bro. You blazing the fucking path. And, and that's my thing. It's like, he's not compared, like, he doesn't get mentioned with the Odells, the Julios, the Antonio Browns. He the should. He, she will now. And he should shoot because his stats are better than theirs in some cases. So that's why the payment is it's, it's deserved. It's just, do you care more about you yourself or do you want to win the Super Bowls? That's just, how, that's just what it is. And, and I know people are going to be like, that's a fucked up thing to say because it's like that man needs to get paid. And I agree, he needs to get paid. And it's just me as a fan, I just know this team's going to get broken up at some point. Like, that's just something Saints fans, you have to realize due to this. Yeah, you can't be in denial of this. You got to know that. We're going to lose somebody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, that, exactly what you said with all the names that you mentioned. Like, uh, what, what you said, Odell. Hopkins said, and, and Julio and A.B. Yeah, Hopkins all those dudes. Julio, yeah, you know, none of those guys are on teams that are making the playoffs. Ex- except Julio. They're none of them dudes got rings. Brands. None of them dudes got rings neither. In the Brown and Odell with the Browns. Oh, Brown, he, Brown does. Brown's got one. Yeah, Brown no, they lost that year. They lost that year. That he year don't have he got one. There, they lost. Nah, that year he got there, they lost. And then that's Ooh. how he got the spots. Yeah, mm. that's how he got the starting spot because they lost. And oh, they, okay. they they didn't resign uh, Sanders. Yeah, they they let him go. And um, 
they thought AB was the future. Well, that, was year, right, but, yeah. that, that year, <laughs> that year they beat the uh, Cardinals. He didn't win that. He wasn't with. No, nah, he wasn't there yet. He uh, was. He was there for the loss uh, to the Packers. Oh, okay, okay, for sure, for sure. Word up. Well, yeah, man, that's just my thing. Like, it's it, it's good for Michael T. Hopefully, the Saints can figure out the way to do the cap and be sure to listen to prime time because I know Charles is gonna be breaking that down he for better you be. guys. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about CJ. CJ, bro. Oh man, here we go with the bullshit. Portland. <laughs> will never win an NBA championship now. Never. It's over. <laughs> they won't be able to add anybody, bro. Like, how are you? How are you gonna right, he said have, forever, dog. Ever. Like, the deep hatred he has for, for the Northwest. I really hope you don't try to get no interview for somebody up there. Because they be beefing with you, bro. They will not win an NBA championship as long as CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard are both on this team. That's what I'll say. But that's what forever oh, means. To all me. right, that sounds better. But yeah, because the forever shit was wild. <laughs> as long as they, as long as they have both those dudes under that contract, under those contracts, they won't win. They, they, how are they gonna add anybody now? How? Bro, they teams added? are just meant to stay competitive. They're not. They never. They were never gonna win the chip. You know, obviously like, from an organization standpoint, that's what you want. But like, there's certain teams in the in the history of the league that. They just stay competitive, and they don't really ever make it to that finish Port- line, you know? Portland should have tried to make a push to try to get Bradley Beal. That's what they should have did. They should have tried to get Bradley or AD. They should have made a pitch. Like, CJ and Dave Bro, aren't going to get Nobody it wants to play in Portland. You got to pick your poison, all right? If AD getting – he getting the fucking uh, – he getting talks from teams that are – that clearly everybody knows that he wants to go to LA. So I wouldn't even have wasted my time with that. Apparently Chicago. Oh hey, and yeah, then, and uh, Chicago, you feel me? Because it's hometown. But like, if I oh, know no, who's not trying to come to the Portland Trailblazers, I'm not trying to force them to come All play was... for a team again. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, you got a good point. But I was just saying, I'm not even. I don't even want to stay too long on this Portland shit because I, I said I feel there's not even to talk about this because I just don't think CJ and them going. I can't, I'm not going to defend it. Yeah. Man, I, I just mean, feel like just, I feel. I know. We know how you feel about them, That's, bro. That, but how you feel? Let me say this about Anthony Davis. Listen to what Anthony Davis did. In one of his interviews, his newly interviews with the Lakers, he was like, you know, I'm only here for one year, and I don't know if I'm going to resign. Maybe go back to Chicago, play for my home team. Bro, before this nigga suits up, he talking about leaving? What is up? Yo, like, that's y'all star? That's y'all bro, First of all, that's I'm your boy. First of all, that's no, your that's boy, not right? Nah, no, that's your boy. Uh-uh. Y'all broke up? No, Get the fuck out of here. It don't matter boy. if y'all broke up or not. No. He was your boy for a hot, a hot, a hot Look, six years, boy. That was your boy. Is, and I'm this is why he wasn't ever successful. This yeah. is exactly why. Because he I'm a beignet boy. The mindset. The, he, he, I don't know what his mindset is in playing basketball. Nobody knows anymore. Like at this point, I feel like it's fucked up. Like his, it's his not mindset about winning. is like it's not about winning. No. It's not about money. Like we don't know what he's chasing. I, I don't know what he's chasing, bro. Because like it'd have been different if we was like, all right, he out here trying to get the bag. Okay, I see you, boy. Because you know that's what they doing up in Portland. Them the killers up there chasing the bag, you feel me? Like uh, Jimmy Butler, he's chasing the bag, you feel me? Yeah. There's a lot of dudes out there, you know they chasing the money. I don't know what the fuck AD chasing. He not chasing <laughs> legacy. I don't he's know not doing he, Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He's just trying to get money and, and fame. I think it's Is he fame. trying to get endorsements? Like, I don't yeah. think, maybe that's what it is. He was like, all right, let me go to LA. Let me see how many commercials they could put me in. They put me in some He's trying to get a signature shoe. He don't even have a shoe. Zion got a shoe. He got a, Zion got a shoe before him. I forgot this nigga had no shoe. Damn, that's no. wild. And, and I know that Yannis shit got him hot because he like this yeah. shit in Milwaukee with a shoe. And I was in New Orleans and I couldn't get no motherfucking shoe. I know he hot about that, bro. But I know that shit got a personality. Shit. 
Giannis is talkative. AD is not. Like, nobody wants to, like, I, like I'm just saying, like, if somebody gave me the choice to interview Zion or AD, you know who I would be more excited to interview? Zion, because we would have a good conversation. Yeah. I feel like AD wouldn't talk bland. And, I mean, Giannis, uh, on top of that, Giannis I, I'm even going to sit on Giannis, because Giannis has a great backstory. Like, anybody who wouldn't be taking advantage of his backstory would be stupid. You feel me? Like, I'm not shitting on AD. I'm not shitting on Kuzma. But Kuzma and AD, for, for example, have the same kind of upbringing. Raised Similar, in, the, in the poor Midwest, made it out, and, you know, did what I had Called to do to get my family out of the, you know, out of the Chicago, Detroit area, et cetera, et cetera. You feel me? So, only like, thing, only thing Kuzma got on AD is that he was, un, like, he was, he wasn't drafted as high. Right. He wasn't as touted coming out of high school. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, but other than that, you dudes kind of had the same story. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me to tell, for me to point to somebody who's not really a star on your team, but a, a good piece to your team, and your story is the same. I mean, like, bro, you're not giving me nothing because you're not giving me no personality and your story's not that crazy or nothing like that for me to just want to throw the signature shoe at you. So if he's chasing the shoe, if he's chasing the bag, he got to make his mind up, bro. And he got to stop saying dumb shit. Like, he's killing himself PR-wise. Yeah, that was the dumbest thing to say, right? When you get to the Lakers, like, you're not even concerned about winning a championship. You're trying to get home. Like, you're yeah, trying to go back to weird. Chicago. And you like, could have did that right now, bro. You could have did that right now. They got nobody on that team, bro. They would have loved to offer you something. And that, that's my thing. Like, you have LeBron James, you have Boogie, you have everybody you wanted to play with, and you're not trying to win a championship? What, what does that tell me about you? Yeah, it just tells me you're in a weird place right now. That's what it like, tells me. I'm good riddance. Like, I've glad we, we, we moved on because it's like, I don't, like, that's a bad mindset to have on a team. That really is. But that's all we have. Oh, wait, you got something, Schubert? Um, like, his personality is to the place and like when you try and talk to him he says some crazy stuff like this or like he has other people talk through him like what we yeah. have here rich paul and dad like yeah that was weird didn't like that <laughs> no and that's my game he's just so confusing yeah he really is but that's all the time we have for you guys this week short episode just uh just slightly over an hour uh brooklyn tell the people where they can find you out on social media you can find me at all social medias at Where Brooklyn at. And that's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Because we're not trying to get sued. Shuby, tell the people where they can find you on social media. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at ashubert 14 Be sure to listen to Bros Who Binge this week. It's the 50th episode. Yay. Hey. Woo! We pitch it, and we're going to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Boys. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, this is a good episode. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, no, this is a damn good episode. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to be an interesting conversation because it's just going to be interesting. And then we have Pitchett, Schubert versus Brooklyn, me versus Charles. Good matchups. Ooh, 50th episode. <laughs> hey. Uh, but you guys can follow me at LynnBWT on Twitter. You can follow Birds Who Think at Birds Who Think on Twitter. Be sure to check out all the uh, recent content from the Birds Who Think. No anime talk in recent. Uh, we will be back uh, next week coming back. We just we took a little break. Uh, BWB will be here this Friday, like you were said, talking boys, t- talking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Stranger Things 3, as well as Pitch It and much, much more. Be on the lookout for that. But for Brooklyn, for Schubert, my name is Lennon. You guys have a great weekend, and we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Until then, be safe and have a, have a good one. Peace.
Tokyo a kill bar, so I've been blowing bands. Old Dabba Beach, chilling, laying in the sand. Futures in my reach, I can feel it in my hands. I do what I want, never heard of I can. Head in the clouds, in the sky where I stand. Yeah. Mind in Japan, touchdown J World, soon as I land. Running up the end, me and Nick count grand. Tokyo a kill bar, so I've been blowing bands. Old Dabba Beach, chilling, laying in the sand. Future's in my reach, I can feel it.